Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 303. Today we're gonna be talking about tips to help limit decision fatigue. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So today I wanted to talk about some tips to help limit decision fatigue. Do you ever have one of those days where you just can't handle making one more decision? Something that might have seemed like a minor thing to decide on if it had happened in the morning can just feel like it's too much to have to deal with if it happens at the end of the day because we've just already made too many decisions that day and we just can't take any more. So decision fatigue is when we have trouble making a good decision or in making any decision after a long day or period of decision making. So it doesn't even have to be over the whole day. It could be just you had to make a lot of decisions in a short period of time and your mental energy for decision making is just worn out. So just like our bodies get worn out when we have physically demanding days, our brains can get worn out too. So when we have a day that requires us to make a lot of decisions, our brains just get tired out. And even minor decision-making that happens throughout the day can add to our likelihood of experiencing decision fatigue. So there are some things that we make decisions about over and over again each day, and if we can try to decide once or minimally on these things, it can really help limit the number of decisions that we need to make each day. So I'm just gonna go through a few areas that we can think about to try and see if we can limit the amount of decisions that we have to make in any given day. And these are really the types of things that we are constantly having to make decisions on. So if we can make changes to um, kind of decide a lesser amount of times on these decisions, we can make our lives easier by not even having to think about these things on a daily basis and it just leaves more room for other decisions that aren't necessarily always so recurring. So the first thing is what to wear. Every day we have to think about what are we gonna wear today. So a lot of um, people talk about personal uniforms. I've done a t- I've done an episode on personal uniforms, I think at one point in time. Um, they talk about capsule wardrobes or whatever else it might be called. Um, these ways of dressing have become much more popular. And the whole idea is to just simplify your clothing so that you don't have to take time each morning trying to figure out what you're gonna wear. So one of the additional benefits that I found from simplifying my clothing is that I really took the time to figure out what I love to wear. So I never really have those days where I don't kind of feel that comfortable in what I chose to wear that day. Um, So in addition to not having to make decisions about what I'm gonna wear, I mean, of course I make somewhat of a decision. I open up the drawer and I decide what I'm gonna wear that day. But I'm pretty much in my mind already knowing it's either gonna be like black leggings and a sweatshirt (laughs) or a a comfortable t-shirt or like depending on like what type of day it is, I kind of have a very general um, outfit that I'm gonna wear every day. So. I don't sit there like moving things out of the way and picking to see what am I gonna wear today. It's like, okay, what's going on today? Okay, it's a comfortable 
day where I'm gonna be home most of the day. All right, grab my leggings, grab one of these comfortable shirts, and that's it. I don't have shirts that I know if I put them on, sometimes they're not very comfortable and I don't really feel like wearing it. I've kind of really simplified my wardrobe to not only decide kind of basically what I'm wearing every day, depending on where I'm going, but also thinning it out to make sure that everything I have is something that I really am comfortable in and things that I love to wear. So I do have to say that I do work from home three days a week, and when I do go into the office on the other days, the dress code has severely lightened up from what it was pre-COVID. So um, there's definitely more flexibility in wearing clothes that are more comfortable, so that has made it a little bit easier, um, where even like with my work clothes, I could kind of get um, ones that I really like because there really hardly is even work clothes anymore, honestly, in my office. I can wear jeans pretty much every day now. It used to only be on Fridays, um, but I was one of the only people coming into the office on non-Friday days that wasn't wearing jeans, and then I was like, why am I doing this? I'm gonna start wearing jeans if everybody else is. So um, that has helped, but even just like for being home, I decided that like I love wearing just plain black leggings, like yoga pants. Um, like, I don't think they're yoga pants. They're just like leggings. I don't know why I said yoga pants, but they're like just plain black leggings and they have deep pockets in the side so I could stick my um, cell phone in there and listen to an audiobook or a podcast or whatever while I'm doing whatever I'm doing running around the house. And I just love wearing that. So I'm like, who cares? I can wear these every day if I want to. It's not like someone's gonna say, oh, you wore those black leggings yesterday. Um, and then the shirts too, I just make sure whatever shirts I get, I'm like super comfortable in and I just wear the same ones. I just kind of repeat, you know, I have a handful of shirts that I really like and that's what I wear. Now, of course, if you don't like to wear the same type of thing and you want to be more fashionable and have a bigger variety of clothing, you can still simplify um, what you have. You can maybe try to stick with like a similar color palette so things work well together. Or even just, like I said, just narrowing it down to make sure that even if you have a wide variety of clothing, that it's all things that you really love and feel comfortable in because you don't wanna waste time and energy constantly moving those things out of the way to what to get to what you really like to wear. So just having a way to really simplify what you're gonna wear each day and not have to sit there um, taking time, making a decision first thing in the morning on what you're gonna wear can help limit some of those decisions you have to make each day. Another one is what to eat. Of course, most of you know that I really love planning my meals. Um, so to me, looking at my already completed meal plan in the morning to see what I'm cooking that night makes my life so much easier. And I do have to say though, I used to get a lot of decision fatigue with even meal planning. I would get so stressed out about mixing things up enough. Um, I would worry like, when's the last time we had this meal? Is it too soon? Can I make it again yet? Am I using some of the recipes that I haven't made in the past? And I would really just kind of overthink the whole meal planning thing and stress myself out trying to make decisions on even just putting a meal plan together. And then at some point, I was listening to either a podcast or watching YouTube or whatever, um, and I was they, they were talking about like rotating your meals, like kind of having these recipes that you like to eat and rotating them on a regular basis. And I was like, wow, I was just given permission to make the same things on a regular basis if I want to. And then when I started kind of doing this, it took so much stress out of creating my meal plan. And I do still make new recipes when I want to and if I have time, but if I don't want to or I don't have time, I don't have to. I still have a meal plan in place 
and I don't have to think about what's for dinner that night. I don't even really have to sit down to meal plan. Sometimes I, I do have to sit down to kind of fill in gaps, but the way that I meal plan and rotate my meals, the meal plan basically creates itself each day. Like I do a little bit each day. For example, if I know we're gonna do hamburgers every other Monday, if today is Monday and we're having hamburgers, I go two weeks ahead in my meal plan and I write down hamburgers because we're gonna have it again. If it's Tuesday and I know we're doing a Mexican theme and we do tacos every three weeks and we do um, fajitas every three weeks and we do this every three weeks, like they kind of rotate through. Then if it's tacos and I had tacos today, I move three weeks ahead and put tacos down. So just by that little tiny bit of effort and having a rotation already in my mind and knowing when's the next time I'm gonna have something, I never have to think about it. And there's already a meal plan in place. And then like I said, if I decide I feel like making something new one week, then I'll take off one of the things that's already on the meal plan and replace it with something else. But I'm not stressing about what to make. I'm not thinking about what's for dinner in that morning. I just look at my app and I say, okay, tonight we're having tacos. Let me take out this meat, take out this shredded cheese, whatever we're going to need for the night. So um, now I do know, though, that some people definitely don't want to be so structured or repetitive in meal planning. And that's fine. The point is just to have some method of deciding what you'll be having for dinner each night. Um, because it is a decision that needs to be made daily. So if you can find a way to make that decision easier, it'll just give you a little extra brain power to use for something else. Another area is what to clean. <laughs> so for some people, keeping their home clean comes naturally to them. This is not the case for me. Now, I don't mean that our home isn't reasonably clean. I mean, it's, 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 it's not like a dirty home. Um, it's generally pretty clean. But I stress out over the tasks that only occur on a periodic basis. So like I'm really good with um, the dishes and the laundry and keeping the bathrooms clean and like kind of like all those major things that have to be done on a regular basis. But when it comes to things like dusting the ceiling fan or cleaning the windows or washing curtains, I really overanalyze and I start thinking too much about how often something should be done and what should be done first. And instead of actually getting things done, I might spend more time trying to make decisions about it. So having a cleaning routine that works for you can help get rid of a lot of this decision making if you're someone that has this type of, um, I don't want to say anxiety over cleaning, but just kind of someone who overthinks it, I guess. If you're not just like a natural, natural house cleaner that knows what to do and when. Um, so for example, I decided that on Wednesdays, I clean out the fridge. So it's the day before I go grocery shopping, so it makes sense to do it that day. So I no longer look in the fridge thinking this really needs to be done and then sit there spending time thinking about when I'm gonna do it. There's no decision to be made anymore. I just know if it's Wednesday, I'm cleaning out the fridge today. So. I used to really love the fly lady system for managing a lot of my other cleaning tasks, like those type of um, periodic things, but I was having trouble with the app and I had added all this stuff to it and then it like crashed out and there was no support and I couldn't get, um, I just couldn't bear to like recreate all that I had recreate, all that I had created um, before. And then even with using that app, I would often fall behind and then I really had no way to keep track of like what needed to be done most urgently. And in my mind, I, that, those are the type of things I think about. So I recently got this new app that is kind of set up very similar um, in zones, like where you can have like your living room, your bathroom, your kitchen, whatever. So it's kind of very similar to the Fly Lady system in that way. 
But when you put your tasks in there, you can say, I want to do this every three weeks or every four weeks or every two months, where like in the Fly Lady app, it was just a list of things that have to be done in the zone, but it had no like prioritization or um, like how often they needed to be done. Like if I did it, if I did this task a month ago, but it doesn't really need to be done for another like three months. Well, I don't want it on my list again. So this new app that I got, you can actually put in how long you want to do something and then it color codes if it's like past due so you can prioritize and be like oh wow i'm way past when i wanted to do that let me do that first so that has really helped me um, because what i can do is just look in the app and see what needs to be done most urgently by like how past due it is and then i don't spend any time stressing out on what needs to be done or trying to decide trying to decide what i'm going to do today i'll just look at it and i'll just whatever i have time to do i'll just do whatever is most urgent so again, whatever system works for you is fine. Again, it's just trying to find a way to not have to make so many decisions um, on what you're gonna be cleaning on a given day. So if cleaning is something that you don't really think about, then maybe you don't need to put a process in place, but if it is something that you kind of take time trying to figure out what and when you should do, then maybe think about seeing if you can put some type of structure in place so that you don't have to really spend time thinking about those tasks. Another area um, to help limit decision fatigue is at work. So depending on the type of job you have, you may need to make many decisions throughout the day. And if you're using mental energy to make decisions at work, you're gonna be drained by the time your work day is over. So what I have found helpful at work is to make decisions at the end of the day for what I will prioritize the next day. So I review what I still have open from the current day at the end of the day, and then I look to see like what other items are on my list, and then I'll decide which are the most important. And although I totally understand they can all feel very important, you still only have a certain amount of time. So you kind of have to choose only a few um, things. I try and choose only like two or three priorities depending on how long each of them will take. And by deciding the night before and putting together a minimal list for the day, I eliminate having to decide what I'm going to work on first thing in the morning when I get to work. I could just look at my list and immediately get started. And doing this also eliminates that need to keep reassessing the to-do list each time I'm ready to work on another task. You don't want to have to finish one task and then sit there and go through your whole to-do list and think, well, should I do that next or should I do this next? Oh my gosh, they're all so important. I don't know what one I should do next. Well, let me think, how long is this one going to take me? So by just deciding at once what are the most important things that you really want to focus on next and having them on a list, you could do one, then move to the next, then move to the next. You don't have to take time in between each one redeciding what is the next most important thing to work on. And I get it, this does not always work. Of course, there are many days where I wanted to work on getting something done and it gets put aside for something that, something that suddenly became more urgent. But by looking at my priorities once a day, it still gives me a place to return my focus to once any of those new fires have been put out that happen to come up during the day. So just really think about your job and if there's any way that you can kind of um, eliminate some of that decision-making that has to be done during the day each day to kind of make um, your day a little bit smoother and maybe save some of that brain power. So these are just a few areas. I mean, it's really a work in progress. No matter how much we plan ahead, there's always going to be those days where we have to make 
many more decisions than we really have the energy for. But by really trying to identify those recurring decisions that happen on a daily or weekly basis in our lives, we can really limit the mental energy that we spend on them. So don't count a disc- don't discount a decision just because it seems like something that's minor. All of these little decisions take up energy throughout the day. So, you know, just really try and think through like what are the things that I do constantly that I'm always having to make these little decisions on? And is there anything I can do to make those decisions easier or just to make those decisions once and not have to think about them? And I don't mean once like and that's forever, but maybe you only make it once a week instead of every day or once a month instead of every week. Whatever you can do to kind of um, eliminate that and then or, or minimize it. And then putting aside big decisions if you're able to. Like if you've had a really draining day and you need and you have like an important decision to make, put it aside if you can when you have more mental energy. You, you know, if if you know, I'm talking about like a big decision. You know, if you have if you need to like um I don't know, like I'm just trying like <laughs> I'm trying to think what a big decision would be right now. I, I'm like drawing a blank. But you know what I mean? If if you have if you have like a really important decision to make and it's been a really long day and it's the end of the day and you're just like I am just totally out of mental energy. I'm just so burned out. See if you can put that decision aside for another day. So maybe if you're not sure where to start with trying to help limit decision fatigue for yourself, just pick one thing that you can decide on once per week instead of seven days per week. Like try and think of something that you have to make a small decision on every day and think if there's a way you can maybe make that decision once a week and use that throughout the week. And then build from there. You'll see that the more you can kind of decide on things in advance, advance, the less quickly you will become mentally tired out each day because you just help make your day run more smoothly. So that's it for today. I hope this was helpful to you in some way. Um, Don't forget you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find a blog post for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And I would love it if you would join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And also share the show um, if you like to... If you like a certain um, topic or episode that was covered, share it with a friend. That would really help um, get the show out to more listeners. And I would really love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see that you're listening. Also, if you could take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. Those ratings and reviews are what help grow the show's audience by putting it out to more people that are looking for a show similar to this one. There's also a link in the show details to financially support the podcast if that's something you're interested in. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day. Are you in the mood to learn something new? Well, Skillshare is now offering one month free of Skillshare Premium. Unlock a passion, side hustle, or new professional skill with thousands of classes in design, business, and more. Start your one month free trial now by using the link within the podcast notes for this episode. There's no commitment and you can cancel at any time. So why not go ahead and learn a new skill that you have always wanted to have?